0: Up, welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. So, in the last couple of episodes, I have covered the boom in the pedal world and I have talked about what pedal builders are looking to do in 2021 and some hints of the big things for them to come building on. Going from strength to strength in the last few years, even in these difficult times, which has been really impressive. And then in the last episode yesterday, I also talked about what I think might be some coming trends in the next year. In guitar building, my totally random predictions guesses, which I'll revisit in six months and see that they were completely wrong. Well, I might have also... Marrying those two things together have missed a trend related to pedal building but related to the guitar world as a whole for this coming year. Just with an announcement that I noticed that came out uh, in the last few days, in the last week, something really cool and it caught my eye and got me thinking about maybe this could be a trend as well. In the pedal world, something to look forward to if you're really into pedals. But also, maybe this could be something we see as more of a trend in the guitar world as a whole. So this was the announcement from Thorpey Effects, the awesome pedal builders, the Boutique effects guys. Thorpey Effects put out an announcement, which I've linked in the description of this podcast so you can check out for yourselves, that they are doing a new pedal with a difference. And the difference being largely how they are going to go about making this pedal, making the decisions about what this pedal will be. And that's because they are going to crowdsource the ideas for this pedal. So this is going to be collaboratively designed with the audience. So... You go and you give Thorpe Effects your suggestions. They give you updates throughout the pedal build. And uh, we can all, as pedal geeks, chip in. And guitar geeks go and chip in and give our ideas. All these ideas are suggested. Uh, there's a process where these ideas are then kind of uh, brought together, voted on. Um, and then, in that way, we all get involved with the process of it. Um, which is really, really, really cool. Um, so, yep. Yeah. And the way it will work as they have it right now in the rough kind of outline of the process is we all give ideas. um, Ideas are chosen, popular ideas are then voted on and they will likely produce a few kind of variants and kind of versions of the kind of early designs like you would prototypes of a pedal. And these prototypes will be sort of variants of different things that were voted on and different popular things uh, seems to be the likely way that it will uh, happen um within reason as they say anything outside the laws of physics won't be happening and uh the laws of economics apparently will also be taken into ex- into um into consideration so probably they say any diamond encrusted knobs probably aren't going to happen uh if you've been really waiting on that for pedal it's a, it's a shame it's probably just not going to happen this time um you're just going to have to become outrageously wealthy yourself with you know how hard can it be right um and uh then they will do a kind of loud room test with chris buck playing the pedals demoing them then they do i guess the kind of final choices of which one is the one that gets kind of developed and goes forward um once we all watch that and then as a community we decide which is the pedal that goes forward and gets built um and then even i believe things like naming color and artwork will also be put forward from the community and then voted on from the community um so very 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 cool um it's a cool thing in itself it again gives already a little insight into like i said pedal builders were hinting at 2021 being a year where they were going to try a lot of things and we would see a lot of exciting things from the pedal world here's the very first one straight out of the gates in 2021 a step in a new direction from Thorpe effects bringing the community together to collaboratively design the next Thorpe effects pedal But of course, this might be sounding familiar to you because this is not the first time we've seen this approach in the community. The big obvious example to give would be Chapman Guitars, the guitar brand of YouTuber Rob Chapman. They're a kind of main USP, their way that they often stand out with, you know, um, the fairly straightforward sort of general body shapes and approach of their guitars at their core, um, presenting them at a competitive price point at a competitive point in the market that is very busy and has always been very busy since they launched and has only got busier the way that Chapman guitars stood out instead of just resting on the idea of hey it's Rob Chapman so if you like him you can buy them which you know would work for a small run of signature guitars which was the kind of original launch idea the kind of early germination of what Chapman guitars came from was just sort of a small run of signature guitars for him essentially um and that might work for that and you get 50 of his biggest fans to buy them or whatever, fine. Um, maybe like what Harley Benton did with Henning Pauli. Not going to work for founding a guitar company with longevity, et cetera, et cetera. So instead of resting on that, they went ahead and made, you know, of course lots of different things around their brand and all this stuff but their real big USP was these are collaboratively designed so him using his platform as a youtuber instead of just promoting the guitars he would reach out he created a system online voting system for each model and things about the model were voted on so that people were involved in the design process every step of the way voting on different options and choices for the models and then that would determine what the final model looked like and that's been a core part of their USP. Kind of going on. Regardless of what you think of Chairman guitars it's definitely. Uh, something that really helped them to stand out in a really busy part of the industry and it definitely um, kind of enamored more people towards it especially in terms of buying things because it made something interesting about the guitars whether you like Rob Chapman or not it made the guitars slightly differently specced out than some of the more standard models from other brands at least in certain cases which was helpful um, and made some of the choices a bit more you know, surprising and less just kind of walking the line of what you expect run-of-the-mill things if you're going to launch a kind of inexpensive guitar line um and also kept people engaged with the brand in a bigger way than just being you know fans of rob chapman or whatever um and i think that brought a lot more people into it helped the company grow helped the company stand out and um helped people be feel more invested and attached to these guitars um which is a hard thing to develop in a short amount of time so Uh, Whether you like those guitars or not, it's definitely something that was popular. And I think a lot of people have speculated on the idea that other companies might try and capitalize on that as well. Because of the fact that it brings with it uh, greater interaction with your community and your fans and your followers, whatever. Um, You know, the people in the guitar geek world that you want to be interacting with. And that uh, these companies are getting more and more interested in being interactive with. Um, It really deals with that aspect of things as well and promotes that and grows that aspect of things and facilitates that in a really positive, engaging way, um, as well as creating a cool product that people feel kind of more invested in at the end and as well as being a fun, exciting thing and drawing more attention to you. Hey, I'm talking about Thorpe FX right now. It's working, right? It's drawing attention to it. Um, Like I talked about, I think some of the trends going into 2021 are fueled by the fact that, companies are more and more trying to get their act together with especially when they haven't been so far being better at being more active online being more engaged online being taking social media and getting to grips with that world seriously where a lot of companies haven't i know that sounds weird when we're always engaging with social media and guitar stuff digitally we think it's weird we're like every company's you know got to grips with this and you know some companies more than others sure but like you know every company's on it that's the big thing right of course you get to grips with social media one a lot of people a lot of companies have really been kind of disinterested in it doing it in a very kind of -of run-of-the-mill way or have put a lot of money and effort into their social media stuff but have done so in the exact same model as traditional marketing where they just utilize the spaces where the guitar community are in the same way that they've utilized like magazines and things it's like, okay, buy a have it in magazines that always work. Now we'll buy a bunch of ads on Instagram. Now we'll uh, pay a couple YouTubers to do it. And there's they've not really fully engaged and interacted. And a lot more companies I think are still not that many relative to the size of the industry and the amount of companies, but a lot more of them are every year getting better and better at understanding it's about give and take. It's about interactivity. It's about existing on the space. And that means talking to people and getting involved and having fun with us on the community spaces, you know, um, getting involved in things like this podcast, like a bunch of other spaces where you just come on and you talk, you get in the comment section, and you chat with people, you make jokes with people, you have cool guitarists on, you chat to them. The stuff that we do as geek people anyway. Um, And a lot of these guys running these companies and working in these companies are like that naturally. And they probably do that on their, would or would do that on their private uh, social media accounts, but they don't necessarily approach the business that way. And they're learning that actually that's kind of the way to do it, to be more interactive. And I think a lot of that has been kind of sped up. Like a lot of things have been sped up over 2020, uh, you know, uh, issues or positives or negatives have been kind of accentuated in the weirdness of the past roughly year um and within that i think that's kind of sped up the pe- people realizing that they need that interactivity. but it's also sped it up in particular because whilst everything was trending towards the digital anyway with no shows uh such as you know Summer and everything etc cetera, etc cetera, being canceled with uh, kind of a a restrained ability to interact with the artists that they would want to or to reach out to new artists which you do a lot of the time when they're touring when they're in town etc etc without the ability to interact and network in a lot of the usual ways despite so many things being digital so much was still done through traveling through other people traveling to you coming through town like i say with artists on tour and getting together and meeting other people at shows and at all these other opportunities to do so having people to workshop um And all the things that you would do in person and all these things that we do still in person even to create a lot of the digital content and digital interaction requires an in-person meeting in itself, even just an artist. Oh, we got a new artist in, we kind of befriended them and they came into the workshop and demoed a bunch of our new stuff that's still stuff that can't happen at the moment um, and hasn't been happening the last year. So because of that, there's been the extra push towards digital, the extra focus and realization and that gives people time and budget to do that. We're not traveling the shows. We're not doing this other stuff and that's uh, helped people to facilitate them basically getting more into the digital space. Kind of married with, that's the practical side of it, married with the, um, basically the kind of more introspection side of it or taking the time all the space that might be afforded to them in certain parts of the year despite the craziness to look at their business and go you know and look at the guitar community and look at what they're doing with their lives and go okay you know what's what's next and what are we doing here that isn't working that well and you know the obvious conclusion is why everything's moving digital and it's moving that way anyway but it's especially that way in the current year and it doesn't look like it's just going to revert back after you know the trend was already more and more things becoming virtual and digital and those spaces becoming more and more important by the day It's not, even though we can go back to shows go back to live music and go back to so many in-person things hopefully when that can happen uh, at some point uh, that dominance and that importance of the digital space isn't going to revert with that um that's going to carry on being strong and get stronger and stronger we're just also going to get to have all our amazing awesome in-person things hopefully sometime maybe soon <laughs> back with us so because of that because of a lot of companies feeling like yeah that's something they should have been dealing with the last few years anyway they've been slow with it they know they have not been good enough with it or some companies maybe getting a bit of a kick up the ass and going oh goodness man i kind of ignored this or we just kind of did this in a standard marketing way but man We actually need to be interacting with the community and getting involved. I think all of those kind of realizations have been sped up and facilitated by 2020 and by the the situation we're in. And I think because of that trend, that's driven a lot of the the trends I pointed to from eye-catching finishes to uses of new materials um, and so on. And and a focus on eye-catching aesthetics and things. I think that is kind of driving those trends as i pointed out in the last episode i think another general trend you could point to could be just um the uh, something we've already seen in this year is more and more and more companies really putting a big focus into what they're doing digitally and social media and getting more savvy in that world you saw that throughout 2020 and like i say they realize that that's not just going to go even as our situation can get back to maybe some kind of normal and being in person and whatever happens and that's that sort of thing even with that the, the dominance of the digital space just growing and growing that's what it is it's sped up it might not go at the same crazy speed when we're all able to be back in person but it's still going to retain that dominance um i think all of those things i've just touched on there i mean uh, a lot of companies you're going to see are going to be trying to get more active more involved and carve out their own niche not just in the industry but in the digital and the social media spaces as well and i think to be more specific about it this could be one of the ways they do it with chapman having Uh, most notably shown how successful crowdsourcing ideas is and doing collaborative design it will be interesting to see if Thorpe are not the only ones that are going into uh, 2021 with some kind of interactive or collaborative design element um i gave chapman as the most prominent example i know there are other examples of, of things like this in the community i just wanted to give chapman as the The biggest example for people getting savvy on social media, looking at the landscape and seeing what's worked, what have people done on here and what could we do next. I do wonder if this will be one of the ways in which, as I think there will be a general trend of increased interactivity and engagement from a lot of companies, including ones you may not have heard of. A lot of smaller ones will really try and grow and carve their space and become part of the community and all of that over the next year. I, I do wonder if this will be one of the ways, if we'll see more things like this as well, collaborative design, crowdsourcing ideas, maybe um, uh, if even if it doesn't go the kind of official voting way, like it's going with, sounds like with Thorpe FX, like it was with Chapman, if there'll be other models for it as well, um, other models for um, whether it's crowdsourcing ideas in their totality like this or just other ways to create greater interactivity at the level of developing new things developing new ideas um you know will guitar builders work with a youtuber and people uh write in the comments which choices they should make for their custom build with the guitar builder etc 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 these are things that could happen uh moments of interactivity which create greater interest and greater investment from the community in what's coming out there from people in guitar world so i wanted to add that because i thought it was relevant kind of nice add-on to the last few episodes i've done in general because i was talking about pedal builders a lot um and the digital world and blah 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 but also especially the last episode i felt like this could be another trend um that general trend i guess of this this increased interactivity is not really that interesting doesn't take a genius to point out that that's the way stuff is going but um i wonder if these kind of ideas specifically like crowdsourcing and like uh increasing engagement of getting people invested in the product like voting for choices doing polls and doing things to draw us in as guitar geeks and people in the community to the development of products and and like in this example just straight up crowdsourcing ideas and crowdsourcing voting and doing the collaborative design thing I wonder if we will see more of this um, as well as this type of thing in 2021. So that's enough guitar geeking out. Uh, if you want to check out the Thorpey effects post and all that, I do have it linked in the description of this podcast. And what I also have linked in the description, as always, is today's music. Because as much as we love to geek out about pedals and whatever the hell else, uh, it's still got to all come back to the music. So today got something. I was feeling something a little bit... You know, just a little heavier today, and I was feeling something a little more... You know, sometimes you crave kind of chunky guitar sounds and just saturated distortion and things. And, you know, that can be, like, really heavy stuff. You can end up going to Doom stuff. Sometimes it's more black metal. Sometimes you want, like, a wall of sound. Um, I just wanted anything with with distorted guitars today. And um, I went to this album, and it's actually... It's got a lot of things that old school metal guys will like it's got a lot of things that new kind of scene metal guys will like if you're into any kind of heavy and musical metal stuff i think you will find you will absolutely find something to love in here if you've got that kind of craving for some heavy guitar sounds and some nice big sounds you're gonna get it here Definitely, if you want something epic, something with a new production style and some new um, elements to the songwriting music, but with some old school metal and and a heavy flavor to it, this is absolutely going to do it for you. Um, And it's also a touch uplifting. It's not necessarily going to bring you down. There's some other heavier music I was listening to, which is great. And I am going to suggest all of it on here. But, you know, maybe for today and the current situation, we're all in... um, whatever going into another year where it looks like it's all going to be changed around and a bit upside down and maybe we didn't get to see so many people over the holidays or whatever uh maybe we're all going back to work or school and stuff like that uh this is this kind of an uplifting epicness to a lot of the music on this album and so i thought that was cool and a bit more kind of uplifting and nice and i i preferred that today to be honest so i thought i would suggest this so this is an album by the band Spirit adrift and the album is called Enlightened in Eternity came out in October of last year give it a spin give it a listen link to it in the description um i hope you enjoy it i think like i say there's something there for everyone if you're into guitars there's a ton of guitars in there what more could you want so check that out listen to a bunch of music as always play a bunch of guitar look after yourselves look after one another and i will catch you again tomorrow.